match and stuff like that. It's so it's wild to me. Oh, I thought you meant like he's actually in some horror movie stuff like um like Kane back in the day. Oh no, they're not doing uh they're not doing a sequel to See No Evil or anything like that. Oh man. <laughs> or or what was the one that was um the Marine, all right. There was like the one with John Cena. Yep, they did then, like five of those. Then Ted DiBiase, I think, was one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and then the, the Miz. Miz. He's been them, and then I think in the last one wasn't uh Shawn Michaels and Becky Lynch in it. That's right. Yeah, Shawn Michaels was playing sort of the like Sam Elliott character. You know, he was like you know old grizzled sort of mentor. And then I think Becky Lynch was like one of the bad guys, henchmen or something like that. <laughs> but those movies are still like better than the actual storybook writing, right? I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't know. They're pretty bad too. <laughs> I, 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 I think I remember the last WWE movie I watched was like 12 Rounds 2 or something like that. I think it had... Uh, Dolph Ziggler or Dean Ambrose in it. Uh, 12 rounds, two. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another one where John Cena was in the first one and then they couldn't get him to do the second one. Correction 12 rounds, two reloaded, starring one Randall Orton. <laughs> All right. 12 I, rounds, three lockdown is with mm-hmm. Jonathan Good. Okay. All right. What did I watch that had Dolph Ziggler in it then? Who knows? Uh, th- I mean, that that could have been it. Let me see here. I don't know. <laughs> There's also a 12 rounds, like, Espanol edition. Mm, I know. Interesting. That, I, I think I want to see that. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be too racist and put Ray Mysterio in that one, right? <laughs> Probably. Ray, Ray, we got this thing for you. Now, you can keep the mask on, but it's going to be weird. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, 12 Rounds came out in 2009? That feels about right. I feel like I was 14 when I watched that for the first time. A 38 on Metascore. Oh, my God. Aiden Gillen, a.k.a. Littlefinger, was in fucking 12 Rounds. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Wow. That's a big get for them. I guess this was before Game of Thrones, and he had done a lot of stuff at that point in his career, but... Uh, I think Game of Thrones is what made him big, right? Uh, no, Game of Thrones is right after this. This was 2009. This was 2011. Uh, this was oh his. This was his kickoff to like his late part of his career. Wow, they saw his work in 12 rounds, mm-hmm. and they said, "We got to get this guy for Game of Thrones." Oh yeah. Apparently, he was also <laughs> in The Dark Knight. Yeah, he's in the beginning of The Dark Knight. He's yeah, like, like the guy brief. interrogating Bane on the on the plane in the beginning of. Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. Oh, geez. Yeah. Nice. Good memory. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. I, I got a real, uh, my mind's a steel trap for Aiden Gillen roles. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is actually just not even about WWE Royal Rumble anymore. This is just all about Aiden Gillen. Yeah. This is the Aiden Gillen episode of the podcast, everybody. Um, Lindsay's in the next room. I'm sure she would want me to mention that when she was doing study abroad in Ireland, she saw. Aiden Gillen ride by on a little bicycle one day. Like, <laughs> did you really? Yeah, stepping out of a coffee shop. There goes Littlefinger on his bike, wearing little shorts, oh uh, my God. Riding, riding his bike around town. That was, that, a real, that was a real highlight of the trip, I think. That 
that's a meme that's past his time. Like in the peak of like, you know, uh, Game of Thrones, that would have been mm-hmm. like the best thing. It's kind of like, uh, what's that one with Peter? Um, what I, Peter Dinklage? It's like uh-huh. him on a scooter while smoking a cigarette and sunglasses. Like, no, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Memes are memes have gotten so much weirder since then when it could oh, be yeah. a picture of a celebrity in a regular thing in a regular uh, outfit. Well, folks, except, listening... except for uh, Ben Affleck has cornered the market on those sorts of memes. Him, him carrying a bunch of shit frustrated is like, is my life. I get yeah. it. I get yeah. you, Ben. I see it. So. Yeah. Very relatable. I, I ain't no two trip bitch, Ben. I see it. <laughs> so. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are speaking about the reluctant love that we have of wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. I think PD Bachman, our friend, in the last podcast we did one together, said it best. I feel like I watch wrestling like the way people go to church. Like I mm-hmm. go like maybe two times a year for the big events, and then I'm good after that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes. This being one of them. This being this Sunday, the the January thirtieth, thirty first, the Royal Rumble, twenty twenty one. Yes. And can I say, it may be the factor that I haven't seen a lot of WWE Raw or SmackDown in a very long time, but I also, you know, I still follow the storylines. I follow IGN. I see like little clips here and there. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is no one hyped to win this Royal Rumble or any of the big matches. Yeah, definitely. I thought maybe a few months ago, uh, you know, six months, maybe a little bit longer ago, I thought I felt pretty confident in my theory for the Royal Rumble and I don't anymore. And what I, was your original I, theory? Uh, I was, I thought uh, edge was gonna, you know, I thought that would be the perfect return from injury and they had Randy Orton in his feud with Drew McIntyre. I figure, okay, well, Randy Orton will be the champion. Edge will win the Royal Rumble. They'll get their big sort of blow-off match at WrestleMania. That was my theory. But uh, like we were talking about right before we started recording, all this crazy stuff going on with Randy Orton and The Fiend seems like it, it seems like they're not building. To, they're not going to be building towards Edge and Randy Orton at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I don't get any of the booking at all and how they're doing it. So let's go one by one here. So first match of the night, we have the United States Championship, Bobby Lashley, the champion, taking on Riddle. So he's just he's just now Riddle. No longer mm-hmm. Matt Riddle. He is oh the my bro God. Riddle. Did they really do that to him? That's so crazy. Yeah, they just dropped it. They just call him Riddle now. Because that's like, that's not even a character name. His real name is Matt Riddle, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's the same thing with Goldberg, right? Which we'll get to in a second, so. I guess so, but I mean, he's been Goldberg since the 90s. I'm just saying, like, in the last, you know, five years, WWE has, like, chopped so many names in half, you know, with uh, Andrade and Rusev and uh, the, the Viking Raiders and all these different guys have all come up with a first name and a last name. And after a few months on the roster, they just have, uh, uh, you know, first names or last names. It's just one name. Who, where is Andrade right now? I thought he was dealing with an injury or something, maybe. But he's just uh, off off camera, right? Yeah, he, he hasn't been uh, he hasn't been involved in anything in a while. I don't I, I don't really know the situation uh, with that. I can't say I can't say confidently. 
what's going on there. So I feel like Bobby Lashley is the new Shinsuke Nakamura where he's the mid card guy that you don't know what to do with. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a decent enough heel to put the belt on to make it irrelevant to a sense. Yeah. But yeah. like, no one's going to take it off him anytime soon. At the same time, he really needs a lot of support to be believable as a character. Mm-hmm. My, yeah, my thing with, uh, I like the comparison, but for a different reason, I just see both of those guys as, you know, big money free agents from a few years ago who they clearly never, you know, beyond NXT or beyond their debut, they, they didn't have much of an idea of what to do with or how to best utilize them. Like both of these guys are capable of so much more than what they are, than what they do right now. Uh, But we just don't see that because I don't know, they don't see them the same way or they just, they don't know how to use them or whatever it might be. That, that, that's my take on those two. But I will say that I, I think the hurt business stuff has really improved over time. Uh, and, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with the work of the other three guys. And I think Bobby is just like, you know, the, 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 the toughest one. Uh, but, you know, having the belt associated with that unit, I have no problem with that at all. And uh, I would, I guess I would expect to see Bobby Lashley retain just to keep this, you know, momentum they've got going. But they've also been sort of, it seems like to me, building up towards like some kind of tension in the group with Cedric Alexander that might lead to him losing the belt. I wouldn't be surprised to see that either, but yeah, that, that, that's my, uh, that's my view on this match. Yeah. It's uh, it's interesting because I don't know. I just like, I don't really care because I like riddle, you know, but it just, there's no substance to it to be like a real feud. Yeah, totally. And it, it's too bad, you know, cause honestly, like, Riddle and Bobby Lashley, I would say before they joined WWE would be, if you asked like an internet wrestling fan, who are the biggest guys who are not in WWE, who you could see being a believable opponent for Brock Lesnar. And you would say probably Bobby Lashley and Matt Riddle because of their, you know, UFC MMA backgrounds that they have. Right. Uh, but I don't think WWE has any interest in putting together, you know, a match like that, more or less. They did when they had Kane, what is it, Valdez? Oh, yeah, Kane Velasquez. Velasquez. That's true, so yeah. That very brief moment. Was it, was, mm-hmm. it, was it the Royal Rumble two years that, ago? That was at, uh, uh, maybe it was. But they also, they like did some interaction at the Royal Rumble and then, but then they had the uh, match. They, they had the, the match uh, at the Saudi show. Right. Yeah. That um, was so just not well executed, like by any means. Like the 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 initial shock I remember was like, holy shit! It's the yeah. guy that beat Brock in UFC. He's mm. in for it now. Oh, Ray Mysterio is gonna manage him. Sweet. Right. Right. Yeah. It it just it 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 fell flat on its face mostly because Kane's Kane. Uh, it's not green, but he's not not green. You know what I mean? Like he's still kind of new to the business. I don't think, I I don't think they were, I don't think Brock was interested in having that much of a match with him 
I think he Kane got injured in the match and then, you know, coronavirus happened and they did all those cut cost saving measures and he had a huge contract. So they were just like, well, let's just cut him and maybe we'll bring him back in the future when we have live crowds or something, but who knows? So apparently I did he was see, cut. you know what? I did they, see, go ahead. I did see Kane Velasquez's name though. I was looking at the, uh, uh, Vegas odds for the Royal Rumble as of a day or two ago, and Kane Velasquez was like, you know, fifteen thousand to one or something on there. That's funny, but he's on the list, so who <laughs> you never know, I guess. So yeah, he debuted October SmackDown on Fox uh, 2019, and then they had the Saudi show at the end of the month, Crown Jewel, in which mm-hmm. he lost, and then. He they were planning to use him apparently according to Wikipedia at the Royal Rumble, but then he suffered an injury. Right. And then when COVID hit at the end of April and they made all those massive cuts. Yeah. He was exactly one of the ones cut. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows? Uh who knows if he'll ever be back. You know, I know he before he came to WWE, he was wrestling in Mexico, uh, you know, doing lucha style matches and I do, I do think he enjoys that but who knows you know uh, you, you never say never I guess I mean I never want to see that again but I guess why would why would you bring him back if Brock's not here Brock! yeah you, I, you you would bring him in to have that match with Brock at some point presumably and as far as we know I, I, I see Brock as a as a, actually a pretty realistic candidate to win the Rumble this year but eh. just out of nowhere yeah, definitely. But I still, you know, I still couldn't say that for sure, you know. All right. Next mid-championship card matchup, uh, we have Big E, who's the reigning Intercontinental Champion, versus Sami Zayn. I have to say, I like Sami better solo than him being the manager of, like, bad guys. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and Sami's been doing really great heel work uh as this sort of like conspiracy theorist like uh you know i you know i was screwed over type of character i think it's been really great uh and you know biggie versus sammy is uh you know probably one of the probably one of the better constructed matches and storylines on this whole card i have to say uh and a lot of that has to do with his work as a heel, you know, you do really want to see him get his ass kicked uh, a little bit. It's so interesting because like, I'll I'll just say it like Sammy is a dude who has a a guy I love and I, you know, he he tweets all the time about his politics and things like that. And I agree with him on so many things. And and when you watch him on TV, you still want to see him get his, like get his butt kicked. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's just the sign of a real, a truly, uh, entertaining performer in my opinion so speaking of conspiracy theory apparently retribution they haven't been on tv in a couple months uh Uh, says here last match was back in late november is that true i have seen mustafa ali cutting promos i thought they were building towards something with ricochet but I, I I haven't watched it weekly, so I maybe that was that long ago. You know, my sense of time is so warped right now. It's it's just really unusual how they were billed and hyped up to be like the scariest thing coming, 
but then they got beat on the very first night that they debuted yeah against oh, the hurt yeah. business which like made no sense and then and then uh did did they beat the fiend or the fiend beat them i can't remember i i have no earthly idea oh he attacked them so the fiend okay. beat them all up so i'm just like okay guys like uh, how does this make sense yeah i uh, i you could the, that that whole gimmick was just like dead on arrival you know what i mean like beyond the first like week or two of sort of intrigue it just got like it's been a while since i've seen anything like get stale that fast and all but also be given up on by you know wwe that fast it's it's pretty crazy to me so going back to the match so we have again we have biggie who's been making pretty good uh, ways on his singles uh, tear in SmackDown mm-hmm. against Sammy. Sammy, I, I again, I love Sammy. Last match, I actually watched a Sammy Zayn was that three-way triple threat ladder match. I think I texted you that night, and I was like, "Are you watching this in Sammy?" Oh you yeah, so. crazy, where crazy. He hand, where he hand ear cuffed Jeff Hardy's earlobe to a. Oh lap. my gosh! Yeah, that was one of the standout matches uh, of this past year, I think, in WWE for. Uh, a lot of reasons and uh the his his work in there was definitely one of them he's such a good heel even with aj being in the same ring with him he was just so good and it's so crazy to see him perform so well as a heel after being like the ultimate baby face for so long and being such an excellent baby face too you know when he was at the end of his nxt career i said to myself i feel like Sami Zayn. if they do him right as a baby he would be the next daniel bryan yeah, oh, he would, definitely. He would have yeah. been that next guy who's great in the mic, who's like not super thick, you know, like a Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley, but just athletic, skilled, and just a fun dude to watch. Yeah, definitely. The comparison holds up on every on all, all the marks. But at the same time, he's a fucking great heel, just like Daniel <laughs> Bryan. In fact, I yeah. saw an interview today. Daniel Bryan was just saying that they asked him what was his favorite championship run, and he said it was his most recent as the Planet Champion. Mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah both those guys have that in common in, in which they can do both roles and do them both really incredibly well uh so in this one you got big e or sammy uh i'll take uh big e i don't think i don't think they're ready to give up on his run quite yet uh although i do i will say i could see him being that guy who maybe loses earlier in the night, uh, but but enters the Royal Rumble later that night and has, you know, an excellent performance or something like that. I could see that as a reality, but uh, thinking uh, thinking of it now, I'm pretty sure. I, I feel like Big E will win. Women's championship match, tag team championship, Asuka and Charlotte Flair versus Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler rematch. Yeah, uh... Gosh, uh, weird match. Uh, I feel like I see Naya and uh, Shayna winning this one just because, like, I don't know. I guess the biggest championship match you can do on Raw is Asuka versus Charlotte right now, you know, just looking at that roster. And they haven't done anything together as champions, it feels like, really. So... Just, you know, put the belts on somebody else, start building towards that, like, you know, possible WrestleMania rematch between Asuka and Charlotte and, you know, let, you know, Nia and Shayna 
defend it at WrestleMania or something like that. That that that's kind of how I see it. But who knows? I don't know. You could you could have uh, you could you know realistically have a match between those two as tag team champions as well. You know, but that that who knows? I mean, Oscar's tied up in this feud with uh, Alexa Bliss right now. That seems kind of odd. So. I don't know. I, 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 that's my, that's my breakdown of the situation. I think. So they could lose it and then bring it back to Oscar versus uh, Alexa. Uh, or Oscar versus Charlotte as well. Oh, I think Charlotte, they'll be yeah. building towards that mania, but they have to get themselves out of this mess with Alexa bliss first. Who knows? Which again, that's just, it's just like, uh, what's the comparison? It's like one of those movies where, it's like a huge all-star cast, like Valentine's Day. But it's like, <laughs> there's too much in this bullshit that I don't want to watch anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like the whole Alexa. Like, you could, like, use her something else, but your guys are just shoving storylines over each other right now. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot right now. The match no one wanted or asked for, WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre versus Bill Goldberg. <laughs> They booed Goldberg when he came out, knowing he was going to come on. They like they virtually booed him. People yeah. at home booed so loud you could hear it through your TV. Yeah, well, I guess That's he's amazing. Suppo- I guess he's supposed to be the heel in this match, you know, against Drew, being like the, you know, the veteran who's discounting the achievements of the younger guy. I suppose that's the story, but. I don't know. It, it, you know, it's just one of those another like sort of seemingly directionless Goldberg match where, you know, he could realistically win and defend it at WrestleMania again. You know, like I'm definitely not ruling that out. Uh, but geez, I don't know. I I hope to God that Drew retains and like, you know, he can continue this great run that he's been on, and Goldberg can just figure out something else to do at wrestlemania you know like it it it, the only thing that makes sense is is somewhere i read i think it was bleacher report saying that if goldberg won then that sets up him versus brock again and i'm sitting like i don't want that again we got no in 2019 like why would they do that again the brock goldberg matches that we got were good we don't need more you know what i mean you can only it can only go downhill you know what i mean it can only like it can only get worse from what we got, you know, the, the first match back with the survivor series, excellent, you know, huge surprise, biggest surprise that WWE has done in a long time. Then the match at WrestleMania was exactly what it needed to be, you know, pretty much with, you know, a few big entertaining spots, but it was only like five minutes long and it really worked both guys strengths. Uh, And then every other gold match Goldberg match that he's done since returning has not been, like good you know so yeah the last one was it was it him and taker was that the last time that well goldberg was uh goldberg was uh faced off against uh braun Strowman at wrestlemania last year that's right he was like the last minute edition yeah instead of roman reigns right is that what it was because roman had well he was staying away from COVID at the time yes yeah exactly so I forgot about that. That was yeah. piss poor. Jesus. That was, that was the last thing I think. And because uh, Goldberg you know. beat the Fiend because they didn't know how to build the Fiend against Braun at the time. That's what it was. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So because I remember Seth Rollins, uh, he tweeted, I think right at the end of that Goldberg Fiend match, he was like, if only I had the jackhammer. 
<laughs> he was just yeah. kind of flipping the bird of WWE writers like, oh, I stopped him 15 times in a dark yeah. red cage match. Oh, but he's Superman. Oh, but Goldberg beats him in like two seconds. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, geez, who knows? Who knows where they're going with that? I mean, the natural thing, you know, a few months ago would have been like, well, let's do the match we didn't get last year and do Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. But with Roman being heel and going you know, doing that really well. I just don't see how the Goldberg match happens or works. That's because uh, right now Roman Reigns is in an actual good feud and it's with the next match, him versus Kev- Kevin Owens in a last man standing match. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I've been enjoying both. It's kind of funny. Like I really like what Kevin Owens has done recently uh, and I like what Roman Reigns has done recently, but I don't love this feud between the two of them. You know what I mean? I love seeing Kevin Owens get some like main event shine a little bit, but uh, I don't know. It just feels like we've already seen this match two or three times. And the last, you know, I think with the last man standing thing, you kind of know that there's going to be a ton of interference uh, with the Jey Uso or, or Paul Heyman or something. And so, uh, I totally anticipate seeing Roman hold this belt through the Rumble, through WrestleMania, probably. Maybe, maybe do like oh, the over a year run and have him lose it at like next Survivor Series or something. You know, I think he's going to hold this belt for a long time. Women's War Rumble confirmed participants: Charlotte Flair, Nia Jax, Bailey, Bianca Belair. Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Peyton Roy, Shayna Baszler, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, uh, Tamina, and Ruby Riot, and then eighteen mysterious ones from there. Mm-hmm. Well, um, geez, uh, I don't know. Uh, I is guess it Bianca's time? Bianca, it feels seems like the favorite uh, right now, but also, how many they've done? two or three rumble matches now uh, three women's rumble matches right and it was oscar becky lynch and charlotte have been the winners so far i believe right mm-hmm. so it feels to me that like despite her sort of uh, despite it not really working with her current role on the roster i could totally see bailey being the next one to win just because it seems to be like it's a, they're really only giving it to the top top stars but bianca would be a, a really excellent one to, you know, give that push and see that, uh, you know, that Sasha Banks, Bianca Belair match, I bet would be really incredible. Is Oscar still the raw women's champion as well? That's right. Yeah. Okay. For now. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, men's Royal rumble. So confirmed participants. There are Randy Orton, Edge, Dolph Ziggler, Sammy, Mustafa Ali, Jeff Hardy, Cesaro, Otis, uh, Shinsuke, Sheamus, AJ Styles, Jay Uso, John Morris, and The Miz, Bobby Lashley, Daniel Bryan, Biggie, and then 13 additional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess my, my, my top picks in this one are I still like Edge a lot. Like I could see Edge, you know, winning that match um, on the big return. But then again, like if that was going to happen, like they already spoiled his return, like 
you know, it's, it, they've kind of, I, I don't think they would squash that surprise as much if he was going to win. Uh, Daniel Bryan, I can totally see winning. I don't know if you heard his quote a few months ago, but he, I think he said something along the lines of like, I'm pretty much done being a full-time WWE wrestler. Like I'm not going to have a full-time schedule again, just with my body and my family and everything. So I could totally see him winning this rumble uh, and, you know, them trying to like give him one more huge run before he's, you know, before he becomes sort of a part-timer. Um, some other guys that I could see winning on there, uh, Brock Lesnar, for sure. I think I mentioned that already. Seeing the, seeing a big Brock Lesnar return seems very believable to me. Uh, and those are, those are like my top three. I mean, you know, I don't really see like any, any shocking, like NXT call up or anything like that, as much as that, as cool as that would be, um, the, the, you, don't see, the, you don't see Damian Priest, who's on a hot streak right now? <laughs> no, I, I, I don't think so. Um, and I saw Keith Lee was kind of high in like the Vegas odds. I don't, yeah, I just think they've been too hot and cold with him uh, on the main roster to imagine that he could win the Royal Rumble after the year that he's had on the main roster. But he's had like such an up and down year, right? There was like part of the year he came out gangbanging, like basically just dominating Raw, just made that. St- and then he took a slight dip in the end of the year, right? He took, he was taking off TV just for a little bit, just to kind of develop a little bit. Yeah. So like great beginning of the year at NXT becoming the double champion, uh, but then losing the championship in like his first or second defense or something like that. Then he comes up to raw and is seemingly like, boom, right there in the main event. I think he had like a big win over Randy Orton in his debut or something like that. But since then, it's just been back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. He's had like three championship matches with Drew McIntyre, and he's like lost every one. And like, uh, I, I don't know. They like, I think they know that he's really talented, but they just don't believe in like him as one of those like first year champions or something like that. So uh, I, I don't know. I mean, it would kind of make sense to see him win the rumble and then go on and face drew at WrestleMania. Like, you know, you could, you, you could make that make sense, but I, I don't, I don't see it happening. All right. Any other predictions going forward from the rumble and any wild card thoughts going into WrestleMania? Gosh, I don't know. I mean, it's like I said, my the predictions that I thought I had a few months ago are seemingly all up in the air uh, at this point. But uh, you know, uh, the, the I think the fav- the odds-on favorites right now are like you know we see a Roman versus Daniel Bryan match at WrestleMania because Daniel's sort of the only the biggest viable babyface on SmackDown right now. You know, maybe we do get. Uh, uh, Edge versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania. I mean, that seems like the most logical thing to me, but they're going to like have to do some real writing legwork to clean up that sort of mess with the fiend. And uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of where I stand with the main event picture right now. Um, and uh, I think, I, I think, I don't know. I, 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 f- I feel it in my bones that a Brock Lesnar return might be eminent. Brock. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing him without Paul Heyman would be very interesting. Who knows how that dynamic would work. 
You know, because it, it would work, I think, because Brock has been without Paul before in the past. Back in the early 2000s, there was a part where he went face and he mm-hmm. was not like the best on the mic, but he was definitely funny. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, he has good timing, too. I remember when he was a heel just recently and he had the money in the bank and you and me talked about I think one time where he had the, the, the thing and he had no idea what the rules were. Mm-hmm. So I guess he thought he had to defend the belt ASAP until uh one he he called out to seth rollins who was the chairman time and said it's a it's a beast box bitch yeah because that's yeah. what they were called the the beast in the bank whatever that was really good yeah and then a good little run for him and then when seth says something about you know you don't you have the balls to attack me face to face but you don't you know you don't want to wait all year and then he turned around and was like what i can do this like anytime i want blah 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 like right in paul's <laughs> face screaming at him yeah, I was like, that is brilliant. That yeah. is so damn good. That was really funny. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think, I think it could be really interesting. Who knows? All right. That is Manage Clancy's prediction for the Royal Rumble 2021. Uh, I will be getting P.D. Bachman's opinion very soon as well. The, the, their schedules could not line up, but I will be getting both of them on the show. We'll get them a day after the day of Raw to see what the recap was and see how bad Manus's and PD's predictions were. <laughs> so until then, this has been part one and part two starts now. Blah, 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 blah. I, I asked the same question about Scott Steiner when I was younger watching wrestling. Like, how when is when is the age that his body just like decays and like crumbles into like a goo? Have you seen his PNA stuff? I've seen some of the promos and it's yeah. <laughs> I mean his I mean, his promos were never good to begin with. Let's just get that clear. But mm. it's certainly not any better now. So, all I know is him. <laughs> he was asked about Samoa Joe. He was like talking to him. He goes, You fat. <laughs> he just screamed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly the promo that he should cut. Looking like the way he does, talking to Samoa. That's exactly like, You fat. You're important. <laughs> hey, I'll see you on my 600 pound life. I don't know. Just <laughs> something terrible like that. Uh, I do know that Steiner's nephew is about to sign into like some kind of development role and trying to get into oh. wrestling in general. Steiner was wrestling like a year ago in Impact, I think. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But his nephew's Rick Steiner's brother or Rick Steiner's mm. son is is getting in because he he was a college football player and this kid is stacked. He looks like uh he looks like Ryback with hair basically. Really, <laughs> it's insane. The like genetics are insane. So. All right, this is part two of the WWE Royal Rumble 2021 uh, show kickoff. So we now we had Manus Clancy a second ago. Uh, now we have P.D. Bachman. And also, I, w- I used to say you were like me and you were like, you know, rabid fan. But the last time you were on the show, you said it perfectly, which I repeated in the first part of the interview with, with Manus, that you are like me, that we are like bad Catholics who watch wrestling. And we treated that we watched like the two big events of the year. And that's it. Yeah. And this is it. This is one of the big events. This this is mass right now, right? Like I Easter is WrestleMania. This is, like, this is overtaken WrestleMania as my favorite. Is the it Royal really? Rumble is my favorite event of the year. It always feels like Rumble hits the spot in some way. And it always feels like WrestleMania, and it's maybe because you have so much expectation because it is the grand show of them all. It is the Super Bowl mm. of you know sports entertainment. But it always feels like some kind of letdown. And last year... You know, we'll let that one slide because what are you going to do with the pandemic, right? Like, mm-hmm. 
like literally they pivoted the best they could knowing that they were stuck inside a bubble of their own facility and they were like well we would love to do an eight hour broadcast but let's put it in the four uh, hours each and oh hey is goldberg available i don't know and again <laughs> this year they call upon goldberg mm-hmm. again which we'll get to in a little bit but yeah so here we are the thunderdome royal rumble so you just said it's your favorite time of the year i get yeah. that I also said to Manis in his interview that this rumble feels like the least hyped rumble in a very long time. Yeah. I think this is like, I saw a poll online. People are least excited for this one than they've ever been for one. Yeah. Which like is this, not a good sign for WWE. Well, like the, 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 the matches, which we'll get to in a second are not super like thrilling. And I'm like, going to, you know, froth out of my mouth to like go watch and see, mm. but same time, like, I don't feel like they've built someone under the radar or even obvious to be like, I want that guy or that woman to win this rumble, right? Like when Seth Rollins won, we all knew and wanted Seth Rollins to win. When Drew McIntyre won last year, we all knew and wanted him to win. Um, and then you splash on that little bit of like craziness of like, oh, Edge returns out of nowhere, right? Or like five years ago, um, AJ Styles comes out of quote nowhere, right? Like you sprinkle mm-hmm. in that, that surprise with this hypeness and it's, it, it's it's what makes it magical. I feel like this year, the only surprise people are talking about, like, oh, what if Brock Lesnar comes back? Like, you know what? What if Brock Lesnar doesn't come back? What if yeah. we just leave Brock Lesnar alone? But anyway, so 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 you feel the same way? Uh, I'm like, this is like the least hyped of all Rumbles. Yeah, I think so. But I don't. I think that like no matter what, the Rumble match is entertaining. And since you are gonna have like. 10 guys in the ring at all times you're probably not even going to think about the crowd not being there as much right so i think it's going to be maybe the best pandemic era show for wwe still i love that even the crowd isn't there that they booed goldberg so hard through their televisions you could hear it at home (laughs) When the announcement of like the Legends Day and Goldberg's like, you're going to respect us. You're going to respect me, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) Like the booing of people knowing that match was coming was insane to me. I'm like, everyone's at home and being heard. That's that's how much we don't want this match, Vince. That's how much we (laughs) don't want to see Goldberg back. And And like Goldberg's a legend, right? Like he's done so much. He is the epitome of like a lot of people's like favorite wrestlers like growing up. But like at the same time, it was like, how much can you drag him through the mud right now? Yeah, I've been so over Goldberg ever since he squashed Kevin Owens like oh, wow. four years ago. Back, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a long time ago. But then, I mean, he follows that up by like not having any great matches, concussing himself before his, his entrance with The Undertaker. <laughs> because he always has to bang his head in the door which like with all that we know about cte can somebody not be like hey man you can't <laughs> bang your head into the door hey man you're like in your mid-50s now you should not do that yeah because then you can't even give the undertaker a brain buster oh I mean, it was uh it was supposed to be a jackhammer it turned into a brain buster that's why oh, i called so it bad i think uh, we talked about that it was so bad like just just like the embarrassment like and that was at the time was going to be, I guess, Taker's last like in ring performance, right? And it's just like you're gonna go in on that note. No, mm-hmm. uh, it was really sad. yeah, and I just I don't understand. Like, for me, I think the worst squash match 
per Goldberg, it was not even the Brock Lesnar, but the with the Fiend one, right? Where yeah. the Fiend is so strong, he just uh, crippled what like um, Finn Balor. He he destroyed Seth Rollins after like fifteen curb stomps and still got up and all this stuff. Oh, but Goldberg goes in there, and then you know the quote from Seth Rollins' Twitter was, "Oh, if only I had the jackhammer," mm. <laughs> which says it all right yeah. there in disgust. Um, but yeah, we'll get to Goldberg and Drew McIntyre in a little Dude, bit. Goldberg versus the Fiend feels like a lifetime ago. And it was, again, <laughs> it was, I think, didn't they botch that jackhammer too in that one? I think so. I mean, that's just pretty much it. Like the jackhammer, just, I don't know. Like, that's the thing I love about Chris Jericho, right? Chris Jericho in his 35 something years wrestling, he has always stayed not just relevant because he's adapting to new characters or new parts of his persona like the list or the current judah thing he's doing or you know the lionheart you know just all the arrogance all that the you know the talk is jericho all these different personas jericho he's also stayed alive and relevant and i still top perform because he changes his moves right like when he was younger 20 years ago he's doing the lion salt but then he's like oh if i want to continue my wrestling career i should probably not do a neck breaking move that can kill me at any moment in time yeah also, like the, the thing that about Jericho that makes me a little weary is I, I have a feeling he might be into QAnon. <laughs> no, why? Why are you gonna bring that? <laughs> this is supposed to be a non-political clean podcast. But <laughs> now that you said that, I gotta ask why. What is what is your proof in the pudding? I don't know. It just goes and plays like maskless shows with Steel Panther. It just seems like <laughs> <laughs> he would be into QAnon. Oh, uh, wait. You know, I, I pulled up Chris Jericho's Instagram. He was at the Insurgents. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I was going to uh, say, really? I bet from, at least from a distance. Um, <laughs> he was disguised. He was the guy in the Buffalo outfit. He's got a cop in the walls of Jericho. Oh, uh, he's got he's got AOC in the walls of Jericho. My <laughs> God. My God. Has this man no heart? <laughs> I love Jericho. I do too, man. I do. But, you know, I, but that's the brilliance of Jericho compared to like, hiring someone over and over for like a one-shot stint who comes in does what he's asked and then you get it and then at the same time it's like we've seen this this show a million times it's like come on like someone have the cojones to go up to vince and be like hey let's not do this um speaking of which man has mentioned on the last podcast in the last uh the first segment of this uh that did you see the, the peacock news yes so starting mid-March, Peacock will absorb WWE Network and will be part of the Peacock Network at a pretty good price, considering that you get all of Peacock, which you can do, I think, five bucks with ads, 10 bucks without ads. And then, like, I think there's like a $15 premium one or something like that. But then you also get on top of the, all of WWE's content all in one. That's yeah. insane. I can watch the office and behind the scene clips that I've never seen along with WWE. That makes no sense. Yeah, I think I'm going to be switching back between ECW and 30 Rock. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. You mean like WWE ECW or like ECW 90s? No, I love watching um, 90s ECW on the network. What? You don't like watching Big Show as a ECW (laughs) heavyweight champion or Bobby Lashley as a... D-Rag Vince. Remember that? (laughs) You mean Prison Mike? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. What, What were the 2000s like? Uh, 
All right, so let's go through the let's go through the the card list here. So the first match is Bobby Lashley, current United States champion, versus Riddle, not Matt Riddle, just Bruh Riddle, Riddle. the Riddler. That's what I should do next. I like I like Riddle. I really really like him. I, I but I feel like I don't care about anything with the Hurt Business. I know like Hurt Business is unfortunately the top heel gang on top of the Retribution, which is. I don't know. Retribution just, just kind of lost its flavor to me. I mean, they're not even yeah. on the card. Retribution is not even, except for like Mustafa Ali, maybe in the Rumble. So, mm-hmm. it's it's pretty lame how that whole thing. Played. I mean, it was lame from the beginning, and it was lame how it completely lost steam, and they're not like doing anything. Yeah, it also like makes less sense. It's Mustafa Ali rather than like Sami Zayn, who's a huge conspiracy theorist character on the show. Yeah. Or bring in Jericho, make it about QAnon. Okay, I gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean the Hurt Business. I think they look cool. That's important, right? Yeah. Uh, so you got you got Lashley or Riddle? Do you care about this I match? I I really don't care about this match. I'm gonna go <laughs> for the Riddle. <laughs> You're gonna go for the bro, just for the the sake of it. I love it. Yeah. Why not? Um, I. I've heard that his stuff, like, like that Vince doesn't really get him. Would you yeah, say that that's true? He's an anti You know what he is? He's like he's like the Pete Davidson of wrestling. That's what he looks like to me. That's what he feels like. He's like, you feel like you don't belong here, yet people love you somehow. Right? I like, loved him when I watched PWG. Was, 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 was Bingo Hall and Reseda. Was he the same he, in PWG? Was he basically the same kind of character? Well, I mean, the characters aren't that big in the indies. He was just the guy who, who was like the indie version of Brock Lesnar, basically. Oh, wow. That's like what his reputation was, like with his wrestling style and his MMA background. Yeah, like a striker, grappler, and just kind of beat you up and leave the ring kind of personality. Yeah. Well, in that case, I'm totally fine with the bro now, so... I enjoy the uniqueness behind the bro. <laughs> That's funny. He was awesome in NXT too. Next uh, mid championship card lineup. You got Big E, the current intercontinental champion versus Sami Zayn. I was saying before that I enjoy Sami as a heel. I enjoy him as a solo artist right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Big E is, uh, is getting his, his title push. What are your thoughts there? I love that Big E is getting a singles push. I think he's awesome. He's hilarious. I, I think he should win the match. Like I love Sammy in general. I was saying that, you know, I feel like Sammy could have been if he if he's a face, which is good as a face, or he's good as a heel. But when mm. he's a face, it reminds me of like he could have been the next Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like that pure baby that people can get on top of, then he's great on the mic. And he's great on the mic on either or side of the coin. But right now they're definitely milking him for what he is right now. Cause there are I mean, you got Roman on SmackDown, and I mean, I don't know. Like, there's not a lot going on on SmackDown as far as like heel goes, except for Roman, right? Mm-hmm. So you kind of need someone. Uh, women's Championship Tag Team Championship match. Uh, sorry, you got uh, Sasha Banks versus Carmella. I think I skipped over this with, with Manis because I have my fingers scroll too fast. Um, I I don't know. I don't know. Like, not like I like Sasha Banks as champion. But Carmella doesn't strike me as someone that's like genuinely should be able to beat her, even though she has in the past, mm-hmm. I think technically. 
And Carmella wasn't on The Mandalorian, so I'm going with Sasha. Ooh, take that, Tornado DDT. <laughs> Carmella has come a long way in the ring, though. Yeah, she's got a lot. Christmas, she's a lot better, like, as a solo person than she was before. But at the same time, I still don't. Maybe it's because I don't like her on the mic. I still can't. I still can't buy her on the mic. Remember when she was dating James Ellsworth? <sighs> that just popped back into my head. Was that a real life thing? Or was that just like, no, a, like that was okay. just story? Yeah. I, mean. I don't know. I mean, things <laughs> happen. Hey, Becky Lynch has had her baby with Seth Rollins. Who knows? And she may show up at the at the match tonight in, in the Rumble. Who knows? Who knows? It, Shama bought me a James Ellsworth shirt that I had to throw away after he <laughs> uh, sent pictures to people on Twitter. But <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why is why is here the mean ruin right now? Like, I just yeah. I just want something nice. Uh, women's tag team championship match: Asuka. Charlotte Flair, a very weird pairing, but yeah. I guess for the time being, makes sense because the ultimate badass is on the other side. Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. Mm-hmm. My prediction is that Nia Jax is going to injure somebody. But uh, yeah, other I, than I mean, that, that's, <laughs> if I was a betting man, I mean, I'd take that bet. Yeah, I remember when I used to watch Raw regularly. She almost killed people on a <laughs> near weekly basis, and she just kept wrestling. They didn't do anything about it. Um, I mean, she I, broke I she broke Becky team. Lynch's nose before Survivor Series. Yeah. Oh, and she gave Bailey this horrible buckle bomb one time. The buckle bomb it, should not be a thing. I, didn't they outlaw that now? I, th- I think so. I mean, I don't Seth think, Rollins maybe she was going for one, and like, <laughs> she accidentally hit one on Bailey. Yeah, tell that to Sting and Seth Rollins. So yeah. So you see, so the prediction is Nia Jax wins by just mauling everyone. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm going to go with the heel team here because I don't think Asuka and Charlotte are a team that's going to last long. Yeah, it can't. It doesn't make sense. I mean, Charlotte's, I mean, she's just not, to me, believable as a face at all. Yeah. She's, she's not. just, she's not. And like Asuka is just, you know, she needs someone to, to rep in there with, aside from Shayna Baszler, which, I mean, I feel like Baszler's even kind of lost some of her, you know, no pun intended, flair from last year. I mean, you go from biting the neck of Becky Lynch and spewing blood, which, again, why? Mm. Basically being the goon with uh, Nia Jax. So, let's get back to... Uh, the thing we were going on too long for, but we we have plenty of things to talk about here. Drew McIntyre, for whatever reason, versus Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Please put McIntyre over. Like, there are I... people. There are people saying Goldberg could win, so that Brock could show up tonight, and they have another rematch at WrestleMania. Their match five or six years ago was awesome. They don't need to do it again. And also, like, what does that say to Drew McIntyre and his run, his credibility? If, one, he lost to Orton temporarily, which, again, that didn't make any sense either in the Hell in a Cell, mm-hmm. and then lost to Goldberg, because then, kind of like you said earlier, like, isn't that going to, like, really stifle his momentum for a very long time? Like, look at what happened to Kevin Owens. Look what happened yeah. to The Fiend, right, when they got squashed. What's the point of building these guys up to this point? Is it just to put Goldberg over over and over again? I mean, the other speculation is, is this a time where the Miz, you know, cashes his money in the bank, right? Because that's like the other 
third part of the storyline is like he's mm. gonna let them kind of brutal each other up get all beaten up and then he's gonna swoop in in the last minute and come in so yeah i would unironically love to see miz as champion i think when miz was champion like this big it's crazy over 10 years ago he was a champion with uh john cena WrestleMania, where he beat john cena i think he's technically one of the few people with like undertaker to beat john cena at wrestlemania the miz at so early in his career that we forget that he was a world champion i feel like back then it was too soon but i feel yeah. like now well i wouldn't say perfect timing because the perfect timing would have been a couple years ago when daniel bryan was a babyface champion mm-hmm. and then oh, do that Gosh. i know it was like perfectly aligned he won the belt Miz was, I think Miz was also Money in the Bank at the time too, or at least he was feuding with him like just over Twitter and like SmackDown. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, like that's the match we want to see, not Miz sneaking in on Goldberg and Drew Drew McIntyre. Mm, but Brian versus Kofi was incredible. Sure. All right. Do you care about Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens? Manis said he was kind of over it, and he. I can't remember the exact quote, but he was just like, this one didn't seem as good as it could be with Kevin Owens. Uh, I mean, I, I care, I cared about it more like a month ago. I think. (laughs) (laughs) So not really that much, but I mean, and it's obvious Owens isn't going to retain. But do you feel like, like, so I, I said, I I might've said this with you, in the in the last podcast you were on, I know I talked about man, it's just just me and him, but like I feel like the thing I don't like about WWE right now, and this this has been going on for years, is they don't know how to end a feud at the right time. I feel like they let the feud grudge match and rematch and rematch and rematch happen far too often, far too long, and too many pay per views in a row where it's like it's like regular exhibition match now we have a hell in a cell now we have a table match now we have a last man standing it's like you know a match is a match and we've seen it like you're now instead of using the time to develop the roster for someone else to take on the top people the top baby and so on it feels like you're just kind of milking the crap out of whoever the person is until it's like all right we're, we're gonna turn off not gonna watch until you have another robbery of some sort of capacity does that make sense yeah and like they, they do that with tag teams too. You'd see the same tag team title match week after week. Yep. What's the guys the um oh god, what's the the SmackDown tag team champions? Oh man. I just forgot that Montez and uh I just can't remember. Um, the Street Profits. Yeah, like exactly. They're the tag team champions, and I don't even remember they're the tag team champions. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an issue. Like and they they've done up and down. They've tried to resurge the tag team championship division for so many years now, but they keep re- you know reverting back to the same problems. At the same time, I get it. You know, no, you know, April of last year they had the major cutbacks and they laid off like you know half of the roster. So I get in some capacity, you know, that they they didn't really have much of a choice. But at the same time, I'm like, you also have I don't know, just you have so much talent that a lot of people just i mean that's why they leave right i mean they they just jump yeah. ship and then it's 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 just unutilized yeah it's just gonna keep happening women's Royal rumble men's Royal rumble what surprises are you looking forward to or if you are even thinking there's gonna be any um i'm wondering 
with with COVID, how many surprises there can be, you know? Yeah. Like if they're going to limit, because like normally they would bring in like maybe five surprise entrants a year. Maybe not that many, like three to five, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if that's going to get cut down. Um, I would love to see Ric Flair personally at 72 years old just at 72 <laughs> like just figure out a way with smoke and mirrors like that he doesn't have to take a bump really yeah i was told That's you about i want to see but i i really want to see edge like more than anything come back even though, there's, no, no, there's no crowd that's the thing that sucks about returns yeah and then the covid era is you're, you're always wanting that pop that's what makes a return so good, and we don't get that anymore. But what do you think about like Shinsuke winning the Rumble a second time? Think that's possible? I I don't know. Like I like Shinsuke a lot. I feel like they've ruined him in such a bad way. Where it's kind of like um, it's kind of like what I was saying with with like the mid card championships. Like they put they put the belts on certain people because they're like, we don't know who else deserves this and we don't know how they're going to lose it. But we'll just figure it out along the way and like kind of take the bumps on the road. And Shinsuke is kind of one of those where he's a great performer, but I think I, I wish, and let me back up. I wish WWE didn't feel like they had to write TV to make wrestling entertaining. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, like, mm. like, Best example I can think of was when I went to WWE Raw Live in Greenville, I think two and a half years ago or two years the ago. The Bailey, this is your life. Uh, no, it was the night. It was, um, they had the whole, what was it? The, um, the Rusev Lana divorce thing going on. Ah. <laughs> and it was the Kevin Owens, like, did he attack Seth Rollins or did he not attack Seth Rollins? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole or the other round did Seth Rollins attack Kevin Owens or did he not attack Kevin Owens? Like the the Lana divorce thing is the stupidest thing they have done in so many years. Yeah, I didn't even go to that show. I don't think because like I have to explain to my ten year old <laughs> why this is even a thing. And, and like he has obviously he's 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 been through a divorce with his with his mom right. He like I'm his stepfather and all that. And like yeah, like this is obviously not normal. Right, yeah. but like I don't know why they're doing it on live TV. <laughs> I don't know why this is going on a week to week basis. I don't know why they keep attacking each other if it's just a simple divorce. I like it's just a ah, it just <laughs> went on like, for a long time. And I and then like my head will compare it to like overseas stuff. I'm like, does 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 Japan even do like any kind of like family like storyline thing like this at all? Oh wait, no, right. but I do see gifts where a guy pulls out a gun from his trunks. So, and that's hilarious. Was that a gun? I wonder who that is. Oh, I have to send it to you then. Um, but yeah, so but so so I guess my point being is I wish for like since Shinsuke's sake, they could just let Shinsuke be Shinsuke. Like just be yeah. a rock star performer, be the silent killer that people just want to root for. You don't have to put him with like a weird manager like Sami Zayn or Cesaro, weird tag teams. Like just let him perform. It's kind of like Goldberg and WCW days before they let him get on the mic more often. Like he was just someone who came in, wreck shop, and left. Yeah. Like they can't just let that person be anymore. And they don't they... have to make him cut promos either. Yeah, we don't need promos. Like, we're even those promos, it could be like an ironic promo, right? It could be like just he doesn't need to say anything. Mm-hmm. 
literally just kind of stare down someone just don't even say like i know he can speak some english and that's fine but like it takes away from the whole thing when you do make these like weird gimmicks like not everyone is going to be the rock not everyone is going to be you know you know your 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 drew mcintyre on the mic or kevin owens on the mic like we don't need that from everyone we can have that guy who just comes in does his business and leaves and i don't know shinsuke is someone that i i I kind of still root for I. I tell you, what, I, don't, I don't want to see Randy Orton win with yeah. that luchador mask to you know hide his fake burns. Mm. I don't want to see the Fiend win because I think I don't know. I'm I'm, just, I'm. Is it weird that I'm already over the Fiend? I think we all are because after they buried him. Yeah, it's so sad, right? It's like, are you guys gonna push or bury him? Like, you can't. He's not a coat. You can just kind of take back and forth like is he and the gimmick doesn't work if you bury him like it's it's dead at that point could could braun return is he injured or is he just like off tv i'm not sure i think he's just off tv i haven't heard anything about him being injured andrade andrade's off tv but you know he can make a comeback Mm -hmm. i don't think that they would ever have him win though i would like to see I'm trying to think of like who could be the 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 heel to take not like take down Drew Dracta, but like to actually be worthy of to be toe to toe in that ring. Uh, you know, they already had AJ Styles and his crony uh, do their thing. Goldberg, for whatever reason, they're doing. I feel like I feel like I would watch a Braun Drew McIntyre match if it was like. Mm-hmm let loose, no interference, just kind of let them do their thing. I feel like that would be something to watch. And then again, like if they did, if they did a heel Shinsuke and Drew McIntyre, I would be okay with that too. Mm. I think, but didn't they just turn Shinsuke babyface? I know, but. Oh, then they're, they're not going to switch him again. So that, I guess that rules him out. Unless we get Shinsuke versus Goldberg, like the worst main event ever. <laughs> what if you had? I was thinking to myself, like Miz would be at that tier level, I think, worthy enough to kind of hold his own with Drew. Mm-hmm. Well, what about John Morrison? Is John Morrison worthy of that title push? I don't, I don't think he's like a, a top guy. Mm-hmm. He's like a fun mid card guy. Yeah. I mean, great look, good on the mic. I just feel like, yeah. Then need something. Any any other thoughts on going for like what you would want to see at WrestleMania? Like the the PD's got the writing block. PD's got Vince's full trust. What does PD and the fans want to see at WrestleMania? If I get if I get to write the show, I'm gonna put Ricochet on TV. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's what I would do. Yeah, I think I would have like Ricochet in a huge match, maybe. Ricochet versus Edge. Why not? Wow, that's I miss Ricochet. I, I I'm I'm there with you. I miss him. I I didn't realize he was in this whole retribution thing as far as like being trying to be corrupted by Mustafa Ali because I don't care about their promos. So. Yeah, he wrestles on main event too. That's it. Oh, you know what? You're right because I think when they were live two years ago, they did main event tapings and then they did Raw and then he I think he he took on Cedric Alexander and like. That's a fun match, but that's they, so sad because of how talented they are. But Vince doesn't care about the little guys, he really just doesn't give a crap about the little guys. Mm-hmm. And then Jeff Hardy, like, what, what's he been doing? 
just like losing to people basically yeah he's just been kind of losing out to like sammy and the rest of them i think his last feud was who was on smackdown not i know he had a stint with um elias and now elias has like a new buddy you know that's that's who i want now that i think about it I want Elias to get a main title push at some point this year. I think Elias is so good. He's got a good look, a good gimmick, mm-hmm. and he's got a great mic persona. I think he could totally pull it off if they just let him. Do you think he could wrestle like a great 20-minute main event match? I mean, I, I would pay to see Keith Lee and Elias. I really would. Mm. I think there's something about the two of them that could be really fun. Imagine this. Could you imagine a heel ricochet with Retribution versus Keith Lee? That would be awesome. Just like the total opposite body types, but both doing flips in the air just to like mess with your brain to be like, is this, it's kind of like Captain America Shields. Like, is this even allowed by physics? Like what's going on? So Mm. I hope they give Edge something good at Mania. I'm hoping he deserves it of all people right now. So. All right, that is our recap of our predictions of 2021 Royal Rumble. We're going to get with PD again after the Raw, after Royal Rumble to kind of see how disappointed he was with his predictions and how Vince once again disappoints all of our dreams with his version of the Royal Rumble that he thinks that we deserve. Um, PD, any final thoughts? Um, I, I haven't been following WWE much, so my predictions are pretty much worthless. I just want to let it rain <laughs> out. <laughs> Very honest. <laughs> uh, check out P.D. Bachman with Shama on Church Stories Podcast. It's a, it's a really fun show, and they have uh, one of my Thank mutual you. friends, Chris Freeland, on there. Uh, again, just a lot of just behind-the-scenes stuff you would never think of and true heart stories that just make you think, ah, maybe I'm not a bad person. Anyway, check out Church Stories Podcast. And also, what's the name of um, the is it After School Program? Yeah. Cool. Check out After School Program on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and all that, all social media. They have just – Pastor Pup is probably my favorite thing you guys have done in a long time. So, And you guys have done some great stuff, but Pastor Pup is just – insane the, the fact that i know you guys and i'm just getting a laugh in the background as well just like ah uh, so thank you check out pastor puppet there this has been false start listen to us give us a subscribe like on whatever you're hearing our voices on where to be itunes google play our heart radio spotify all the rest of even your amazon echo can play uh false art on there as well give it a listen and we will catch you on the next episode with royal rubble results <laughs>